Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And a very good morning to you. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell for this Tuesday morning. It is the 2nd of May, 2023. Daniel Pettigrew back in the chair for the next hour. Broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Phone number still the same as always, 1300 01 1170. You can send a text anytime throughout the course of the next hour, 0457 736 736. And that is all before breakfast with Vossi and Brandy for listeners through Sydney on SEN 1170 AM. And for our listeners in Queensland, Pat and Heels coming up after six o'clock. Big show today. Lots of rugby news, rugby league news floating around as we inch closer towards Magic Ground this weekend in a few days' time. Wayne Bennett's not happy. We'll talk about that shortly. There is a lot of EPL going on. There's a game on at the moment that has just kicked off that I'll tell you about in just a second. There are a lot of big results over the course of the weekend. There is a big match for Arsenal coming up tomorrow. In about 24 hours' time, John Gallo will join me in about half an hour to look back at the weekend that was in the English Premier League, look at what may be ahead. It is a very busy time in the English Premier League. Of course, Man City, for now, at least, top of the table. So we'll have a chat with John as well in around about half an hour's time from now. But most importantly, want to hear from you between now and 6am. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 is our open line number. Or you can send a text 0457 736 736. It is two past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Does your hot water need replacing? Go steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem today. Now, uh, before we get to the news of the day, let's just have a look at this EPL match that has just got underway between Everton and Leicester City. It is in uh, Leicester, Leicester's home game, but it is a crucial game. Two minutes gone, nil all. And as I say, we'll talk to John more about it, but it is uh, a crucial game for both of these teams, both of them in the relegation zone. Leicester City sitting in 18th position on 29 points. Everton are sitting in 19th position on 28 points. But Leeds United and Nottingham Forest are just ahead of them on 30 points. So now depending on goal difference, if Leicester City could get a draw here, they might get out of the relegation zone. But if either team could get a win, both of them, or whoever wins, would be out of the relegation zone for now. It's a really important match for those two teams, Leicester City and Everton. Nil all, as I say, after about three minutes, a crucial game uh, for whoever goes on to win it. A draw would be okay for Leicester, but they would prefer to obviously win the match. So we'll talk about that uh, with John Gallo a little later on. Nil all after three minutes of play between Leicester City and Everton. Crucial match in terms of the relegation battle, which is... Almost just as interesting as what's happening at the top of the table in the English Premier League. But as I say, John will be on the line in about 20 or so minutes, 20, 25 minutes to have a chat about that. Uh, coming up to four past five, let's have a look at what is making news today in the world of rugby league. And an angry Wayne Bennett has blasted the NRL after another golden point debacle. 
Now, it comes after the governing body conceded yesterday that the Dolphins were robbed of a crucial call during their Golden Point loss to the Canberra Raiders. Now, the incident occurred in the lead-up to Jamal Fogarty's match-winning field goal, with the NRL admitting the Raiders should not have been in the position to kick the goal after an incorrect ball-strip decision went against Ray Stone. So yesterday, NRL head of football Graham Annesley said the referee's view was obscured by Stone in making the tackle and that the touch judge had made the call. However, he missed the initial fumble by Canberra's Hudson Young. Now, I'll get back to that in a second. It is interesting that this is what Graham Annesley said and came out yesterday as well. I was watching that game live, um, as I'm sure a lot of you were, on Saturday afternoon, and I thought in the run of play, um, and it is always hard in run of play, you're not always going to get things 100% correct. Um, I thought in the run of play that Hudson Young had knocked the ball on, and I was sort of surprised the play continued as it did, and then we saw just what a couple of plays after that, Canberra getting the match winning field goal. Now, it was one of two crucial calls that went against the Dolphins after the NRL also conceded Canberra should have never had a a player sin been late in the game. It late, should have had a player, sorry, sin been late in regular time. So Wayne Bennett says, said, I am angry about it. It is not good enough. Bennett fired. He is furious that the NRL does not allow the bunker to go back and correct obvious bad decisions during Golden Point. However, it will allow the bunker to go back and take action for a legal play like hip drop tackles at any stage. So Annesley said, under existing policy... The only time we can go back and have the bunker intervene and play is for an act of foul play that is a reportable offence. In this instance, play did stop after the set restart was awarded to the Raiders when Stone was replaced for a head injury assessment. But even though it was clear Young had dropped the ball before he was tackled, the current guidelines prevented the bunker from acting on the mistake. So Bennett said, I am angry because the game has got to do better. As I said, we all live within the 80 minutes of regular time but if you go to go on to Golden Point, there is so much riding on it. The competition is so close, and we're not the only team that is going to be impacted by this. But it is not good enough. I don't believe it is good enough. If we have no technology in the game, we live with it. But we have got all this technology now, and when it suits the NRL, they use it. And when it doesn't suit them, they will want to walk away from it. And there is a classic example of it. Wayne Bennett said... He continued to go on and said the hip drop tackles at the moment are not the flavour of the month, and nor should they. But the point is that they would stop the game, go back and give the penalty and correct what they missed. Uh, but when we're in golden point, that does not happen. It is interesting, isn't it? Um, as I said, I picked it up in the run and play. I saw a lot of stuff on social media very quickly after that game that pointed out what looked like to be a Hudson Young knock-on. Yet the Raiders go on to win the game. I know we've spoken about this before on this show and it's been spoken about in various other places for many, many years about technology in the game. Now, technology is never going to leave the game. Um, a lot of people believe we should be using less technology, not more technology. But in a situation like this, where it is golden point, a uh, field goal wins it. It's not golden try. They don't play the 10 minutes um, each way. It's one point, and as we saw Jamal Fogarty kicking the field goal not long after that, should we be using technology? 0457 736 736 is our text number, or 1300 01 1170. I'm of the opinion that I, 
technology is never going to leave the game. And I think definitely in a try scoring situation, we look at it. But I think also in this situation, you might need to start thinking about using it. It was clear to me it was a knock-on. It was clear to a lot of people that it was a knock-on. Now that's going to happen. Swings and roundabouts. It does happen in sport. It does happen in rugby league. But what do you reckon? Do you agree with Wayne Bennett? Do you think that we should be using technology more, especially in Golden Point? And is it just another argument as well? And we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Is it just another argument for no Golden Point, but perhaps a Golden Try? Or just play the 10 minutes each way. Because at least then, if you keep the current rules where they won't look at something like that, at least then, and that was not early on, just, you know, it was within the first few minutes from memory of that golden point period. If you did a golden try period or just played the full 10 minutes and you kept the current rules, at least it potentially, who knows, but potentially wouldn't have cost the Dolphins the game. They would have had another chance to at least score or even things up with a field goal of their own. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Or you can call the open line anytime, 1300 01 1170. Your thoughts on all of that? Do you agree with Wayne Bennett? Do you think there should be more technology in Golden Point and they should be able to go back and look at stuff like that? And is it just another argument for Golden Try? Or 10 minutes each way? Or play until someone scores uh, after that 10 minutes, if it's still even, or just bring back the draw. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736, our text number, open line 1300 01 1170. Your thoughts on all, all of that? I have said for a while that if we are going to have extra time, and I'm a fan of extra time, uh, I think it adds something to the game. Don't really like draws. Now, that draw we saw earlier on in the year between Newcastle and Manly was exciting, but I don't know if you'd want to see it each and every week. There are people who disagree with it, and that's fine. But I think if we are going to have extra time, I think potentially um, Golden Try might be the better option for several different reasons, and that's probably just another one. But your thoughts on all of that? Now, NRL boss Andrew Abdo has invoked his powers and demanded the match review committee review their decision not to charge Josh Reynolds for abusing referee Grant Atkins on Sunday afternoon down at Wynn Stadium. Now, the Bulldogs veterans sensationally escaped a charge on Monday morning um, after a fiery exchange leading into the halftime break during Sunday's game. However, following Abdo's intervention, the match review committee has done a backflip, hitting Reynolds with a grade one contrary conduct charge, which carries a $1,000 fine. He was also issued another charge stemming from the incident, which was the catalyst for his spray at Atkins. Reynolds, as we know, questioned a penalty that went, went against him for whacking Dragons fullback Toril Sloan in the back of the head in the 39th minute. The NRL on Monday sided with Atkins, charging Reynolds with grade one dangerous contact, which comes with another $1,000 fine. Um, so the NRL, as we know, have made massive strides in recent years to improve the respect given to referees, but Reynolds clearly overstepped the line on this occasion. So a $1,000 fine uh, to Josh Reynolds um, and anyone that watched that game on Sunday afternoon would have seen his reaction heading into halftime. Reid Marnie had to come over and calm him down. Grant Atkins was very angry um, and a lot of people were surprised that he wasn't sent to the sin bin right there, Josh Reynolds. We know he's passionate. Um, do you agree with $1,000 fine?
Do you think that's enough? Um, th- there has been uh, some talk about it's not being good to see Josh Reynolds do that to Grant Atkins after we saw that horrifying vision over the weekend uh, with the soccer referee getting violently, violently attacked. Now, that is awful. I think this is a little different, but you do still have to treat the referees with respect because without any referees, and it doesn't just have to be at the top level, but without any referees, there is no sport. So $1,000 fine for Josh Reynolds for that. Is it fair enough? Would you have liked to see more? Would you have liked to see less? There were some people um, with the argument that doesn't really matter. Um, wouldn't matter in their opinion whether he didn't get any sort of final suspension. Ended up getting $1,000 for that incident. Is that fair enough? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Look, I think it probably is fair enough. Um, I, it, it was in the heat of play. Maybe he should have been Sinbin. What do you reckon? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. And elsewhere, Sydney Roosters pair Luke Keary and Lindsay Collins were hit with fines for dangerous contact charges in their match against the Warriors. Um, they are now $1,000 lighter in the hip pocket. That's just some of the news coming out of the judiciary. Do you agree with that? And our Queensland listeners, and I know I asked this yesterday, uh, it was a public holiday up in Queensland yesterday, but as we continue to build up to Magic Round, it'll be a theme all week. Uh, we'll preview it all on Thursday. I'm actually heading up to Magic Round, so not on Friday or Monday. Uh, so we'll talk with Charlie Goodsir on Thursday morning and preview Magic Round. But What's the build-up like up there? I went on the Ticketek website last night just to have a look what's available. No, as far as I know, from what I can see, no three-day passes left. Um, and if you are heading up to Magic Round, the level of excitement just a few days out uh, from another weekend of Magic Round will be the fourth Magic Round hosted in Queensland. And as I've said a few times, went up there last year. Fantastic weekend. So the feeling in Queensland. And are there any fears for the Suncorp Stadium service as well? We had um, a texter yesterday on the breakfast show with Vossi and Brandy mention Suncorp Stadium. And if you look back about three or four weeks ago, that was the big talk of everything. And the NRL had in, uh, ordered independent review into the Suncorp Stadium surface. And then the couple of times after games were played there, it didn't look as bad. It did look a, a bit off on Friday night in that Broncos Souths game. So can it stand up to eight matches? I'm no expert, and hopefully it does, because I think it was the first Magic Round back in 2019 that there were a few injuries picked up along the way. But then again, last year, there was supposed to be, and there was quite a bit of rain in the field, held up very well. Magic Round, can Suncorp Stadium hold up for the eight services? Do we have an expert listing to this show, 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. Wayne Bennett, his comments, think we should be using more technology in Golden Point after the NRL admitted they got that wrong and Hudson Young did knock the ball on. Do you agree? Do you not agree? And does it is it another argument for more technology in the game and another argument for Golden Try or uh, 10 minutes each way? Or just a draw? What do you reckon? one 1170 or 457 736 736 Josh Reynolds, $1,000 fine uh, for his abuse directed at referee Grant Atkins on Sunday in that game against the Dragons. Is that fair enough? Should it, should it have been more?
Should it have been less? Or are you happy with what he got? 0457 736 736, our text number, or 1300 01170. Your text, your calls, and more of the news of the day next. It is 16 past five. 20 past five, 0457 736 736, our text number, open line 1300 01170. Everton have scored against Leicester City, so 19 minutes gone. It is Everton 1 leading Leicester City nil, and that means on the live table, clearly a long way to go in this game, but if it stays the same or Everton stay in front, Everton will move to 16th, uh, Leeds down to 17th, and Leicester City down to 19th. Uh, that's if it stays the same, still a long way uh, to go, but 19 minutes gone, Everton 1 leading Leicester City nil. As I say, John Gallo will join us uh, very soon to talk about the rest of the EPL. There is a lot going on in the world of English Premier League, so we'll talk to him about that. 0457 736 736, our text number, 1300 1170 our open line number. Asking you this morning, Wayne Bennett, he said uh, yesterday that they need to do more after the NRL admitted that they got the call wrong in Golden Point. He wants more technology to be used in Golden Point to get the calls right. Do you agree with him? Do you think there should be more technology? And does it lead more to a case of maybe golden try, longer period of extra time, 10 minutes each way, or a draw? Just leave it at a draw at 80 minutes. Josh Reynolds, $1,000 fine for abusing referee Grant Atkins the other day. Do you agree with that? Should it have been more? Should it have been less? And Magic Round, people in Brisbane, people heading up to Queensland. What's the level of excitement and what's your confidence levels in Suncorp Stadium being able to handle all eight games. It'll be an interesting one. 0457 736 736, our text number, or you can call the open line 1300 01 1170. We will get to calls in just a second. Uh, this one, though, from Carmelo. Morning. Did you think Tupanua did a shoulder charge? I thought it was clear. Now, uh, I think this is in relation to the... Uh, game, the Roosters-Warriors game. Of course, it is in relation to that. I know, know what you're talking about as well. I think it was in the second half. And Satili Tupanua Camelo, uh, outside of that, had a very good game. Look, I l- saw the replays of that a few times, and I was sort of surprised as well that they didn't rule that as a shoulder charge. Not that I thought – it's a bit of a weird one, because not that I thought it was the worst shoulder charge you would ever see. But um, – you would see a lot of those, what Tupanui did in that game against the Warriors, you'd see a lot of those penalised. So 0457 736 or 1300-01170, it wouldn't have surprised me if that did end up being a shoulder charge at all. Um, but got away with it. Uh, I've seen, uh, Camelo, I've seen a lot of them called as a shoulder charge. Um, it will be interesting um to see, well, nothing's going to come of it, but it'll be interesting to see if you see another one like this, across that across the weekend, whether they do uh, call it as a shoulder charge. Um, and just on Tupanua, very good for the Roosters on Sunday afternoon. Probably the Roosters' best player over there in New Zealand. This one from Anthony on the text line. I noticed Bennett didn't complain when the touchy and ref missed Saints players going into touch before scoring the first try in the grand final against the Roosters in 2010. Hypocrite as usual, that from Anthony. Yes, uh, that did happen many, many years ago now, Anthony. But yes, you are right. That did happen. He was just a little bit over the sideline, uh, wasn't he? Uh, of course, things and times have changed. Uh, but we still would have had Anthony. You make a good point, Anthony. Obviously, Back in 2010, there was no bunker as such, but we still had a video referee. Uh, I was over in the UK 
when that grand final was on, I was watching it at like four or five in the morning and I, uh, I can't remember. I'm sure they would have gone to the video referee for it, surely. Uh, but yes, uh, definitely just a little over the sideline, uh, wasn't he? Thank you for that text, Anthony. Uh, keep them coming in. There's a few more there. I'll get to them in a second. I see Paul Crawley has written in today's Daily, Te- Daily Telegraph 2 uh, in relation to Sam Walker. And he says, it is hard to see how Sam Walker can stay at the Sydney Roosters and have any hope of playing NRL anytime soon unless it is because of injury or suspension. On a weekend, the Roosters' new halves combination of Luke Keery and Joe Manu took another step in their development. Uh, Walker is stuck back in New South Wales Cup. Now, the Roosters' second-rate team lost to the Warriors 36-22 with Walker playing well, scoring a try, but was hardly the standout. Um, I-, I don't know. And we talked about this yesterday as well. And David Riccio made mention of it on the breakfast show yesterday. This is going to be interesting. Um, this week, what... Sydney Roosters coach Trent Robinson does because at the end of the day, he's lost Paul Momorowski. So does he bring Billy Smith in? He's only had one game back with the North Sydney Bears last week after another long-term injury. Does he use the stopgap that is Drew Hutchison, who he does like playing in the centres, but up against Valentine Holmes for the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys aren't playing good footy, but he's still a very dangerous player. Does he bring him in or does he move Joey Manu? back to the centres and bring Sam Walker back in. We'll see the teams that are named a little later on this afternoon. Uh, Irrespective of that, I would still be surprised if Sam Walker doesn't get another run at some point in the Roosters lineup. But if they do keep winning and they do opt to keep Kiri and Manu in the halves, it is an interesting one. If you're another club, if you're a fan of another club, would you like to take Sam Walker? I mean, there would be a heap of clubs right now that would love Sam Walker, surely, at their club. I'm not entirely sure he's going anywhere, but if you are a fan, if you are a fan of another club, Sam Walker, yes or no? Would you take him? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We'll get to your calls in a second. Uh, Wayne Bennett, more technology. He says in Golden Point. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh Josh Reynolds. Abusing the referee, $1,000 fine, yes or no. The feeling, uh, magic round up in Queensland. If you're listening through our Queensland stations or on the app or heading up to Queensland, you're excited about it. And can Suncorp Stadium handle all eight games? And if you are an opposition fan, would you take Sam Walker if he were to leave the Roosters? 0457 736 736 or one 1170 Your calls, texts, and John Gallo talking all things English Premier League. Next, it is 27 past five. Yes, it is good to be with you. We are going to talk uh, football with John Gallo in just a second. Uh, English Premier League. We'll talk to him in just a second. Just a couple of texts beforehand. Uh, Frank says, what Wayne Bennett needs to do is coach his teams not to give up 30 points before they start playing a game. They are useless. And uh, He says, he's useless and get on with it from Frank the blank. Well, I'm not sure I'd call the Dolphins useless, Frank the Blank. Uh, look, I understand 26 points they gave up against the Titans and they ended up winning the game. Uh, and then, yes, they were trailing Canberra and they almost came back and win, won that. So I, I, I take your point about maybe uh, scoring points early and not letting too many points in early. I'm not sure I'd go as far to say, though, that the Dolphins are useless and Wayne Bennett is useless. 
anyway, thank you for that text. Interesting. Uh, and Yeovil Treeman says, oh, Hi, Dan. A shout-out to Aussie golfer Hannah Green winning her third LPGA title after you went off air yesterday. Yes, she did. I did see that. Winning in a three-way playoff and her first win since 2019. That from the Yeovil Treeman. Um, and one more just on Sam Walker. Would you take him if he was to leave uh, the Roosters? Paul Crawley writing in today's Daily Telegraph that he doesn't think Sam Walker will play for the Roosters again. Wait and see about that. Uh, he says, uh, Eric says, send Walker up to the Cowboys. Chad is uh, done and Tommy will, uh, Chad is done. Uh, Tommy will be a great combo. Uh, done and Tommy will be a great com- combo. Uh, thank you, Eric. Uh, Chad is done, I think. Uh, yeah, as in Chad Townsend. Well, the Cowboys need something. Of course, the Cowboys come up against the Roosters at Magic Round. And this from Gary on the text line, heading up to Magic Round. I believe Suncorp Stadium will be able to do I'll handle all eight games. I uh, can't wait. Looking forward to it. Yes, uh, me too, as is this next man. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. And keep the text coming in 0457 736 736. But talking all things football is John Gallo. He is on the line. Morning to you, John. Morning to you, Dan. How are we? Uh, very, very well. Now, uh, just before we get to the English Premier League, an interesting game going on as we speak. Uh, magic round. Your first magic round is now only mere days away. Yes, Dan. We, uh, we're getting the, the lunches ordered. The snacks <laughs> are getting prepared. We're you know, feverishly running around. And then I, I got stopped in the middle of everything because... Mm. Uh, Breaking news, Dan. I'm oh. not sure if you've heard this. Not many people may I have wish, heard this. I wish I had breaking a breaking news. news. I wish I had a breaking news sting to play, but alas, I don't. So continue. Yeah. I've got a red tape underneath me as I speak, just wishing past me in breaking news. And mm. what it is is apparently, apparently Jack Whiten is going to South Sydney. I didn't know if you uh, if you knew that, Dan, but that's uh, breaking news. Uh, uh, apparently, now, uh, now, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Now, now I know, and now, no offence to anyone else living up in Newcastle, and Newcastle is a wonderful part of the world. But are you about uh, a week behind everyone else? I'd say about a week and a half, Dan. <laughs> that extra half is because we're Newcastle fans suffer enough, Dan. I don't think they watch the news and. You know, uh, I've just had this come on the on the telly as I speak. It's breaking news. Jack mm. White going to South Sydney. There you go. There you go. Good. Don't uh, be late today. Apparently, ma- Ricky. Yeah. Go no, on. I won't be. I try not to be. Well, Ricky Stewart was just Ricky Stewart was trying to you know talk in the press conference and that bottom lip of his just quivered mm. so hard he, he couldn't. He had to stop. So it's a very <laughs> sad time in Canberra at the moment. So the lights are dimming in Canberra for a minute's applause to Jack White as he makes his way back. To, uh, to South Sydney, or, or as some would say, back to, to civilization. more the part when he comes back to Sydney. Uh, you think Newcastle is a quiet place, you should go to Canberra for a week. Well, that is some great editorial there, love John. Canberra. That I is, love that, Canberra, by the way. That, that, yes, I, I love it too. I love it too. In fact, I, I did get offered, actually, uh, before we get on to the football, which we all talk about, uh, I did get offered the choice of whether to go to Magic Round this weekend. It is this weekend, by the way, John, so you don't be a week late for that, else yep. you'll, be, you'll be at an empty no. Suncorp Stadium. Uh, so either you go to you go to Magic Round or you go to Canberra for the weekend. Now, we love our listeners down in Canberra on, our, on the app. Uh, anyone listening in Canberra now, please feel free to call or text in, but I think Magic Round's the place to be. But thank you for delivering that breaking news. When we speak on Thursday, I look forward to you giving us some more breaking news, okay? 
Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. No stress. No stress. Okay. Uh, now, no. we'll talk more about Magic Round a little later on, uh, but let's talk what uh, you're actually on here for, and that's football, the English Premier League. And I tell you what, what an intriguing game, and you would have probably just missed this breaking, uh, bringing us the breaking news. But Leicester City are playing Everton at the moment, and it's a big relegation battle between Leicester City and Everton. Everton scored uh, in the 15th minute to lead 1-0, but now after 35 minutes, Leicester City have taken the lead. Leicester City 2, Everton 1. What an intriguing game this is. Yes, a lot on the line here. A hell of a lot on the line. This is probably two teams playing really to stay up in the Premier League. And my reverse psychology that I spoke about a couple of uh, (laughs) days ago, maybe weeks ago, is now working on Leicester City. I said Leicester City was going to get relegated. You did. put them in my bottom three. And now they've taken a leaflet out of Bournemouth's book and they're turning their season around. So Mm. I've inspired Leicester to come back in this game. And look, this is a big game, obviously. Everton are struggling at the moment form-wise. Sean Dyche is in a really deep hole at the moment with his side. He just can't get out of this hole. They've been in for probably the last month, to be honest. They've just dropped so much points. The form, the morale, the confidence in Everton looks absolutely shot at the moment. So Leicester City are playing them at the right time. And uh, it's a fantastic football game going on at the moment. So uh, 2-1 currently, as it stands, as you said, to Leicester City heading close to half-time, probably a few minutes away to half-time. Yeah, 37 minutes gone in that. So that means a live table at the moment. Leicester City would now move up to 16th and Everton would be in 19th position. Uh, it is yeah, very, very uh, interesting times uh, there in Leeds United just sitting outside of that relegation zone on 30 points and Nottingham Forest just inside it on 30 points. So really, really interesting. Alright, let's go through the games that have been played this weekend. We're going to talk again on Thursday morning as well because there's a stack more to come but uh, let's just go back to Saturday. Uh, Crystal Palace 4 over West Ham 3. Yeah, well, this was a, a wonderful game, Crystal Palace. I mean, Roy Hodgson's got his side humming along nicely. I spoke about the form coming into this game, three wins, a draw and a loss on the weekend. But in the midweek game, they stepped it up yesterday. I watched this game, 3-1 in about half an hour. It was a fantastic game, goal fest in the first half an hour. Uh, and well done to Palace. They got on with the job despite West Ham coming back into the game. As expected, West Ham fought hard in that second half. They've got a lot to play for themselves, trying to avoid relegation as much as possible. Crystal Palace are now, thanks to old boy Roy, uh, he's saved their season. And uh, with now four wins, a draw and a loss in the last six games, he's really picked them up and, and he's put them back to safety now. And uh, this has been a terrific win for Palace, particularly at home as well. Selhurst Park, a packed Selhurst Park. Well done to, to Palace. And unfortunately for West Ham, it's, it's getting from bad to worse for them week after week. So, um, yeah, a heavy loss for West Ham. What about this result? Brighton 6 over Wolves nil. Yeah, well, Brighton had to respond. They had, a, I think, a loss on the weekend for memory. They had to respond in this one. They've done exactly that. 6-0 at home. Brilliant form. A wonderful goal fest as well. Six goals in the back of the net to a really depleted Wolves side. I have to say, I've never seen Wolves play as poorly as they did in the last couple of weeks. They were just terrible against Brighton on the midweek and uh, they didn't turn up at all. So well done for Brighton for getting all three points. Also, Brentford two over Nottingham Forest. One leaves, as I just said, Nottingham Forest in that relegation zone. It does indeed. And uh, this is difficult times for Forest at the moment. You know, Steve Cooper, probably two or three months ago, some people were even mentioning his turnaround for Forest this season. Uh, you know, was almost magical and uh, that he was almost one of the top managers in the Premier League this season for what he'd done. And then in the last two or three months, things have just gone from bad to worse every single week. They've just headed south and uh, they keep falling. And uh, right now, as you said, they're right in the relegation dogfight. 
this is a tough, tough loss for them to take. Uh, credit to Bedford, though, now. Good three points, and they, they keep their tails on a, a potential Europa League spot in the top six. Man United, an important win over Aston Villa, 1-0. Yeah, big win. I mean, Villa's run comes down to uh, a loss now after a couple of weeks there. They were flying high. A few good wins. Unai Emery's got them to fifth spot. Uh, well done to Unai Emery and, and Villa. They've been treading along very, very nicely. But uh, against Manchester United, they were too good. De Gea, in between the six, pulled off some, some massive saves as well. I have to say, he kept them in the game for large periods there. But uh, well done to Man United. Three points, a well-deserved three points. Rashford, on song again. Uh, Harry Maguire, as well as Bruno Fernandes, doing a very good job. So, uh, yeah, Man United deserve the three points in this game. Villa, tough loss, but they've had some wonderful wins this season. So they'd be uh, still very proud of their side. Speaking of important wins, Arsenal, we'll talk about them a little later on. Uh, but Man City, they did get a win. It was a bit shaky at times, but did get up over Fulham 2-1. Yeah, I, I stayed up to watch this game. And uh, in the first two That's good minutes, research. That is because, great research, Yeah, John. well... You've got to be committed in this in this game, Dan, as you know, and, uh, and I'm one of the more committed ones. And uh, mm. so, what, so what I what I did see in the first five minutes when I hate to know, see uncommitted ones. Yes, go on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what I did see um, is that I saw uh, first five minutes, Man City up one nil, penalty to Erling Haaland. I thought, no, this is going to be a long day at the office. Uh, I've had many long days at the office, Dan, but I could see this could potentially be a long day at the office for Fulham. Uh, but they did well. They came back into it one all, and then an unbelievable strike outside the 18-yard box from Julian Alvarez. Uh, poor old Alvarez. He doesn't get enough game time compared to what Haaland does, but he's got an absolute screamer. And uh, Man City got on with the job 2-1 in the end. Um, and that's more breaking news for you and, your, and the listeners as well, Dan. So, yeah, 2-1 to Man City. i tell you one team that has hit form, a Bournemouth. Bournemouth 4 over Leeds United 1. Really bad result for Leeds, but good result for Bournemouth. Yeah, unbelievable result for Bournemouth, really. I mean, in the whole scheme of things, this keeps them well and truly safe now, I think. Uh, so, again, my reverse psychology, looking <laughs> absolute wonders here. And uh, and Leeds, yeah, for them, they've, been, they've had a really tough month. Um, you know, they've really had a struggle there. Now falling just above the relegation dogfight, it's, it's hard not to see how Leeds won't fall into that bottom three, unfortunately. Uh, they've been poor this whole you know, two or three months now. They can't get a beat out of Javi Garcia and the playing group, and uh, nothing is going right for them. So well done to Bournemouth. A good, a good three points. At Newcastle, three over Southampton, one. Uh, yeah, well, I think Southampton are pretty much gone now this season. It's a write-off, isn't it? So... Unfortunately for, for them, it was always going to go from bad to worse each and every week. It's been a real struggle for them, particularly in the last couple of months as the season's dragged on. They just can't you know, get themselves up for every game at the moment. Newcastle United obviously fighting to stay in the four, so plenty on the line for them, and they showed that with a, with a classy win, a classy result. 3-1, good result for, for Newcastle United, and they continue to push themselves into a top-four spot. Uh, then also, yeah, they do. Then what about this game? Liverpool 4 over Tottenham 3. Now we have exclusive audio from Jurgen Klopp here. Just uh, stand by because we do have his reaction to that wonderful win. Unfortunately, though, he did his hamstring and then he said this. I'm not your puppy. Yeah, don't know what that was about. But a Liverpool, important win over Tottenham 4-3. I've said that many times to, to my uh, my missus too, but Dan, I'm not your puppy, so that's you know there you go. But um, no, look, Liverpool, and, and this is a fantastic result for Liverpool. Take nothing away, but at times they were a little bit lucky. I think in the end, four three, it was a three all draw at one stage, which Charleston picked up the 90th minute, what was an equaliser at the time, and you thought, okay, well that was a result. Nine nine seconds passes by, and like all good Spurs uh, results, 
Uh, obviously, Diogo Jota got the winner for Liverpool in the end. So fantastic win for Liverpool to get themselves out of it. But they uh, probably were a little bit lucky in, in some ways in the fact that defensively uh, a little bit poor. Uh, they dozed off at certain times in the game as well, but they fought hard to get back in the game. 4-3, three, three points at home. Really good win, but a, a tough loss for, uh, for obviously Spurs. But obviously they've had a very tough season as well. So, um, yeah, it's going from bad to worse. And apparently Harry Kane is kind of signifying that maybe he's a player that's looking a little bit disgruntled at the moment and probably wants out of the football club to no one's real surprise. Still 2-1, Leicester City leading Everton after 43 minutes. Now tomorrow, huge clash. We'll speak again on Thursday morning, obviously not on air Friday. Uh, so we'll get you on on Thursday. But tomorrow morning, 5am, Arsenal up against Chelsea. We know Man City have hit the front of the Premier League ladder for now. Chelsea have been pretty poor form this year. Arsenal haven't been in great form recently either. How do you see this one going? Yeah, look, it's a difficult one to pick at the moment because Arsenal's form, as you said, in the last four games has really wavered three draws and obviously the heavy defeat against City um, a couple of days ago. Look, I think their confidence has got to be uh, completely shot at the moment, Arsenal. Um, you know, there'll be players that will be devastated there behind the scenes and a lot of them probably know that there's no chance now, I think, of catching City. Um, the way the City have been performing, they've just been simply too good. So, look, I don't know. I think for Arsenal, it's going to potentially be a, a draw, I have to say. I think Chelsea have been poor as well, four losses and a draw in the last five games. A lot of pressure on, on the master coach, Frank Lampard. Um, so, look, it, it's it's difficult times to see, but I'm, I'm probably going to lean towards a draw, if I'm honest. I think Arsenal probably lost a little bit of uh, confidence, and I think this is a good time to play them if you're Chelsea. So, yeah, I think a draw is on the cards here, Dan. Yeah, going to be very interesting. We'll be on air tomorrow morning, so we'll keep you across that. Such a crucial game for Arsenal. Then there's a stack of games uh, beginning on Thursday again. We'll talk about all of that on Thursday morning. Uh, just a quick text here from our good friend, the Kingswood Welder, on 0457 736 736. He says, more breaking news for John. Uh, Harry Kuehl is set to retire from the Socceroos. So there you go. Uh, some breaking news oh, from the great Kingswood Welder for dang. you, John. Wow, that is that is shocking news. Um, yeah, I don't know how we're going to take that as an Australian football nation. That's, that's massive news, massive news. And and with her, Mark Paduka may be retiring soon, so that that's a worry as well. So, yeah, uh, it's a difficult time. Then I'll have to uh, go back and. And we watch it and see Brian Henderson on the TV make that breaking announcement. So I, t- yeah, I tell you, I tell, time. I tell you what, that text just doesn't it take you back to the golden era, two thousand and five, two thousand and six, that World Cup, staying up all night. I know the Socceroos did very well in last year's World Cup, but. That was, yeah, yeah, that was uh, fantastic. Now, John, great stuff. We will chat. Uh, usually we chat on a Friday, uh, but I am, as uh, you, going to Magic Ground uh, on Friday, so I'm not going to be here on Friday or Monday. But there's going to be plenty to talk about on Thursday morning. We'll recap that Arsenal-Chelsea result and look at the games coming up across next weekend. Plenty of English Premier League around now. Uh, you are making some hats or something, so I'll let you get back to it. But just stay on the line so we can have a quick chat off air. Thank you. Yes, will do, Dan. I'll, I'll go back to knitting my hats, and yes. uh, once you're done, and I'll uh, we'll discuss all the plans. And uh, yeah, mate, can't wait for Magic Round. How good is it? Thank you. We'll chat on Thursday morning. Uh, interesting, as I say, to see what that Arsenal Chelsea result will be. We'll chat in 48 hours' time. Thanks, John. Absolutely, mate. Talk soon. John Gallo uh, bringing some breaking news uh, and some other stuff uh, for you. Wade on the text line just before a break says West Tigers would absolutely take Sam Walker. Yes, I, I think they probably would. Uh, 0457-736-736, the text number, and you can call the open line 1300-01-1170. We'll take a break, come back with more. It is 12 minutes to six, breakfast not too far away.
It is eight minutes to six o'clock. Breakfast not too far away. It's into the sixth minute of injury time in the first half between Leicester City and Everton. It's still Leicester City two leading Everton one. Crucial match. And as I say, we'll wrap all, it up, all of it up with John Gallo on Thursday morning. There's plenty to talk about into the seventh minute now of injury time. Leicester City two, Everton one. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01. 1170. This from the Kingswood welder. Uh, good morning, young Sir Nutsheller Daniel. Thank you. Uh, now, uh, the Queenslanders are very good uh, at getting services ready, so I have faith in the ground staff to have the field in tip-top shape till the last game. Look, I think it will. And on a serious note, um, the, the ground staff at Suncorp Stadium, and look, I think at all stadiums right around Australia, would 100% be making sure that it is safe to play on. And you would imagine that with all eight games being played, so there's two on the Friday, three on the Saturday, three on the Sunday, um, you would imagine, especially obviously the Friday and the Saturday night and probably the Thursday night as well, but definitely Friday and Saturday night, that, that those ground staff will be working all night basically to make sure that surface is in order. Uh, three games on both days, two games on the Friday. The weather forecast in Brisbane is good though. Uh, talking about sunny weather, partly cloudy maybe, but no no rain scheduled at the moment, which is good. So you would imagine uh, that the ground staff will be all over it, but it's going to be a hard job for them on uh, Friday and Saturday night. Um, and, yes, he wishes me all uh, the best with the trip with John. Thank you, Kingswood. Uh, well, and this from Frank, again, who uh, had a go at Wayne Bennett before. He now has had a go at Sam Walker. He says Sam Walker thinks he's playing in the QRL with a bunch of soft-arm passes and running around making no impact because he's got no physique. The guy does not belong in the NRL. Even the West Tigers are with Luke Brooks. Who is going to get up there halfback to Sam Walker? There's no that's from. I don't know what that means. But thank you, uh, Frank, for that uh, text. You're not a fan of Sam Walker either. Uh, you're not a fan of Wayne Bennett. You're not a fan of Sam Walker. Frank, what would you like would, to see? Would you like to see Sam Walker go to the Dolphins and they could combine Sam Walker and Wayne Bennett? Thank you for the text. It is interesting. He makes a, a bit of a valid point, Reece Sam Walker, uh, in terms of his physique. But uh, he's very, still very young. He's only 19 or 20 years of age. He's going to be a very good player. Whether it's going to be at the Roosters or not remains to be seen. But Frank, thank you for the text. Keep sending them in. Uh, enjoying having your company this morning and having everyone's company this morning. Breakfast not too far away uh, for our Queensland listeners after the six o'clock news, Pat and Heels, to take you through the breakfast show. For our listeners through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, Vossi and Brandy to take you through the breakfast show. They'll recap all the big news. Michael Carianas from the Daily Telegraph will be on with all the NRL headlines. And Lee, had you been tell us from Ryden's Lawyers, but also the West Tigers, he'll be very happy this morning after the Tigers got their first win over the weekend against Penrith. He'll also join Vossi and Brandy. Thank you for your company today. Back tomorrow for the Wednesday show. Have a great Tuesday. News is next, then breakfast. I'll see you tomorrow morning from 5 a.m.